Connecting life and faith. This is Connections. It, it really came from uh, being in the pandemic in the last kind of two and a half years where everything just was so uncertain and there was a lot of fear and anxiety. And the, the idea of growing pains was just like, hey, like, like we don't have to know exactly what's coming up next and what's going to be in the future, but we can trust that who we believe in and, who, and where our faith is placed means that we have an assurance that there's a hope that we're living for. And that is so important, especially nowadays. We're joined today by the newest group from Elevation Worship Records, Elevation Rhythm. They just released their new debut LP titled Growing Pains. This 12-song project was created for a generation that's searching for purpose, identity, and acceptance. We're joined by one of the worship leaders as well as a producer and a songwriter for Elevation Rhythm. They're going to share with us a little bit about this new album and the meaning behind it. We're joined today by David Mutinji, as well as Josh Holiday. David is one of the worship leaders, and Josh is a producer and songwriter for the band. The Elevation Rhythm, you have a brand new album out called Growing Pains. That's been on repeat in my kitchen. I love it, and the kids love it. The kids are better dancers than I am at four and two years old, but it keeps us moving. Uh, what is it like making the album and seeing it come to life? I mean, it's been amazing. It's, it's, it's always... Uh, it's a unique feeling when you've been working on something for so long and to like let it go and everything you felt while making it, people mm-hmm. also feel while listening to it. And so it's the big, like, it's the best feeling in the world to know that like the feeling is like mutual. Mm-hmm. Like, we all feel the same way about the project. <laughs> how how does uh, something like this, like how does the music come to be? You have such a big group, right? Are there just a few of you that write songs or everybody's kind of involved in it? What's that like? Yeah, so it's been really cool to see like where we started and where we are. When we first started, there were about three writers on the team um, who were like the core of writing a lot of the lyrics and the music. And then as we just started uh, kind of playing these songs for our youth group in our, in our church, we just started to interact with a lot more different writers and now the entire group has had a role in either writing on a song or being able to lead a song and so it looks different the title of that album is growing pains why did you decide to go with that title and what is the meaning behind that growing pains is so growing pains we wrote that song actually last so we had an album but we didn't have a title for it and the last song we wrote was growing pains and then in that session we just really um that title just felt like it gave so much um vocabulary to what we've been feeling mm-hmm. um feeling in our personal lives feeling in as a team feeling as a ministry it's it's just the the thought of like oh these god stretching us mm-hmm. and he's but it's almost like he's preparing us for more and it it doesn't feel the greatest all the time but like that phrase everything's going to be okay is that that's that hope that we have and to keep us going mm-hmm. and to um, keep pushing. Yeah, it, it, it really came from uh, being in the pandemic in the last kind of two and a half years where everything just was so uncertain and there was a lot of fear and anxiety. And the, the idea of growing pains was just like, hey, like, like we don't have to know exactly what's coming up next and what's going to be in the future, but we can trust that who we believe in and who and where our faith is placed means that we have an assurance that there's a hope that we're living for. 
And so this idea of growing pains is like, man, what if this whole season was a place where God was just trying to grow our faith in him one more time and, and just remind us of like, hey, like you've been putting a lot of your faith in things and in like uh, places that are depleted. And so like, can you trust me again that I'm still where uh, everything you need comes from? And so we're like, man, if the whole world is experiencing growing pains, let's write about it. I like that too, because like you acknowledge the difficulty of whether COVID in general for everybody or just different seasons of life, you don't dismiss it, right? Like sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like as the church, we're kind of, and especially in maybe Christian music, it's mm-hmm. either like very, very sad or like you're not allowed to be sad at all. But there's this mix that you can be sad, but don't let go of that hope that we have too. Exactly. It's like, hey, like, like maybe faith isn't supposed to always feel great, you know, like, Sometimes like when we talk about these stories in the Bible of like, oh man, David had great faith and Moses had great faith, but we forget that we're looking at it from the vantage point of we know how the story ends in the middle. They had no idea. And so we're like, man, like we're in the middle of this, you know, COVID season when we wrote this whole project, we're like, we don't know if everything's going to be okay, but we're going to sing it like we believe in God. And so that's where we really came from. Another song you've got on this album is Fake Love. That is a very popular one. Tell us about that song and what fake love actually is. Yeah, so uh, the the song kind of came from this like notion of like, man, like um, it just feels like the world is trying to teach us that love is a feeling, um, that it's something that you have to earn um, and that like uh, it's conditional and can be revoked if expectations aren't met. And we're like, man, like, that's not what real love is. Real love isn't a, a feeling, a high that you get from people tapping a heart emoji on a picture that you post on Instagram. That, like, that the Bible tells us that love is unconditional. Like, Romans 5, 8 is all about that Christ demonstrates his love while we're still sinners. Um, that he still died for us. We just celebrated Easter. And it's like, that's a great reminder of what real love looks like. And so we wanted to take on like this a different spin of like, hey, tell the world to keep the fake love, the love that you see in movies, the love that you see where like, oh, you meet each other across the room and all of a sudden, the, you know, it's a fairy tale love. It's like, hey, no, world, you can keep the fake love if that's what you're trying to tell us is what real love is. And we want to remind you that real love you find in the Bible, you find in Christ, you find in uh, the cross. And so that's where that song originally comes from. Yeah, it uh, is my favorite in the house right now. Like that hook just stays with you, right? (laughs) You can't help but dance to it. But so that brings up a question for me. Uh, uh, A Baptist preacher from Manitoba, Canada that wants to dance. You guys called it worship at the start of the interview. Where I come from, like you can't, it can't be called worship if you're dancing. (laughs) Is what you guys do. Is it worship? Explain this to me. (laughs) Josh, oh, you want me to go ahead? Yeah, um, I mean, we we have a song on the project called Easy, where um, the whole idea of that song was this notion of like, well, what is worship? And we really wanted to challenge the uh, almost the limitations that we have placed around worship as a music genre, where we believe worship is actually a posture of the heart. And I mean, David is one of the best worship leaders in the Bible. And so many times we read that he danced before the Lord. And so it's like, man, why can't worship look like 
being, you know, uh, yes, sometimes sitting and reading your Bible, sometimes uh, listening to a slow song, but why also can't it be joyful? Why can't it be praise? Why can't it be, you know, dancing with everything that you have? And so this whole project was almost like like a, a re a redefinition of what worship is supposed to be. It's not just a genre. It's not just like a type of of thing that you do. It encompasses every part of your life. And so we we do call it worship because we believe that it's at the heart of everything we do is one that is trying to glorify Jesus, trying to glorify God. And it's like, well, if that means that sometimes we're raising our hands up high and we're crying, but also sometimes that we're doing the Dougie, it's worship. <laughs> <laughs> I think for a lot of people, what holds us back in worship is this fear of what others think too, right? I know in the church that I led, it was this, even for me, I was uncomfortable. If I raise my hands, they're going to think I'm pretty wild and crazy. Seriously, like if you clap, you're wild and crazy in that church. So, but yeah, real worship is letting go of what others think and just responding to what you feel. Totally agree. What's great about this too is you're opening up yourselves to a new audience as well. I know that your main focus is youth and young adults and by allowing them to be themselves and allowing them to do that and to dance and to open up to God, it's going to create this new feeling and new joy for God. Tell us a little bit about who you're trying to reach with this new album. Yeah, I think the reach is, it's a, I know we always have like this, oh, we want to reach the masses. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We always have that (laughs) In making music and I think for us it's there's just I think we I like to say like this album isn't just for a Sunday morning or for mm-hmm. a youth night it's for the Monday Tuesday the Thursday Friday it's for the days when you're not in church and mm-hmm. so I think there's those moments where you you listen to other music when you're not in church you listen to non-church music or you listen to music that's just just kind of like more feels good mm-hmm. and I think this this project was supposed to reach to pe- reach people who need something to listen to in those days as well. That's awesome. Um, that's why there's so much um, uh, variety in this project as well. Is because it's for obviously it's for everyone, but it's also specifically to some people as well. Like there's there's multiple genres in this in the project, and mm-hmm. so my mom's favorite song is not my friend's favorite song. Mm-hmm. And like and everyone has a song that really like clings to them. And I think the goal was to really um, make make people feel like God can God sonically God, we can bring the truth to you in whatever space you're in, mm. and we don't always. But oh, this is what we're doing. So if you want to hear about the gospel, you're gonna have to make your way to us and like and let's mm-hmm. like what we give you. It's like no, we're gonna like meet people where they are, yeah. and in different genres and in different and different sounds, and really like like let the gospel kind of get to them in those spaces as well. And so we tried to be very intentional about every song and making sure that um, it, it felt enough weight to it to where it can really penetrate whatever genre we were in and like really feel authentic to the sound. That's but then like, And then being able to send the gospel through that. That's awesome. I love that so much. You're just missing country music genre on the album, I feel. <laughs> Next time. That's nice. You know what? Yeah, just because you said that, the next release we're doing, okay, Josh, we're, yeah, we're gonna do country. <laughs> you, you mentioned it a little bit when you just answered the last question, but what are your hopes overall for this band? Yeah, I think at the heart of it, um, our our band was kind of started to kind of serve our youth ministry at our church um, here in Charlotte, North Carolina. It's been really cool to just see how 
these specific songs have just ministered to uh, specific people. And, and so our hope is that our music will continue to inspire others to hopefully see a different side of Christ, a side that they never thought of, but that they still need to experience. And then not just that, but I really do hope that like many more people will um, listen to us and, and push us to just kind of be more creative as we push uh, not only the gospel forward, but also redefine what worship can look like. I think that's at the core of, of what the mission that we believe Rhythm has kind of embarked on right now. I really love that. I have a friend who's a well-known uh, Canadian Christian hip hop artist, and we often have these discussions because he does worship through hip hop, and they do do it at church, right? And some people are like, "Well, that's not worship, actually." Just you know, like, no, it's well, one. I find Christian hip hop there's such rich theology in a lot of it, right? But it is worship. Worship's about a posture, like you guys were talking about. So I love that. Also, love seeing the joy on the young people's faces in the music videos, like fake love, like. Seeing those kids worship with big smiles on their face, that's pretty special to be a part of that, I imagine. It, it, it really is. And like, I think one thing that we, we love seeing is just how you're able to see different forms of worship within one um, room, I think. So, I mean, Josh and I talk a lot about how a lot of the times people think that, well, it only looks like worship when everyone's doing the same thing. But it's like, no, that's because we've been taught. And so like when people are too afraid to be themselves in the presence of God, then it's like, is that really worship or is that just something that we've taught them that they're not allowed to do? And it's like, well, let's break those boundaries. What's been the best experience for either of you so far being a part of Elevation Rhythm? Oh, that's um, a tough one. Experience <laughs> <laughs> so far. I mean, I think it's it's really the the impact. I think all this is fun. All this is like, we get to make music and what a dream to make music and to do it. But I think when you hear the stories that um, of impact that these songs are having, it really makes everything so worth it. All the, all the hard work, all the, Mm -hmm. all the second guessing of like, is, Oh, oh, is what we're doing even make sense? Mm -hmm. Like, what are we even doing? Like, I think once we see the impact first, like in our local church Mm -hmm. and then get to see it from how, where, how it spreads outside of the local church, I think, that's what makes it better than anything else is to see that like we continue just to be vessels yeah, and for God to just keep using the impact. What, uh, what was it like for you guys to see your brothers and sisters at Elevation Worship uh, part of the Grammy win with Maverick City Music the other week? That must have been pretty cool to see too, hey? It was incredible. And at the same time, we were very jealous too. So <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, jealous we're happy for you. Yeah, we're so happy for you. We hope God does the same in our lives. Is basically, uh-huh. what we're trying to do. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah. Elevation Rhythm will be up next. <laughs> for people who want to learn more about Elevation Rhythm, want to pick up this new album, how can they go about doing that? So it's everywhere that uh, you stream music. Um, so Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, all of that stuff. But also if you want to hit us on our website at um, elevationrhythm.com, you can do that too. Um, But also follow us on socials, you know, uh, message us, us, hit us up. We want to chat. We want to get to know you. Like the biggest thing is making sure that like we, we love to hear from the people who feel connected to us and we want to feel connected to them too. What's up next for you guys? I know this album is very fresh, but what's up next? um so we have we have a couple of things we have tour yep tour is coming up next week elevation nights will be up there 
um, with the fam, with Elevation Worship and yeah. Pastor Stephen. And then we're going to be at almost every summer camp you can find. <laughs> awesome. the summer with trying to be at every youth camp. Um, and then we're going to hopefully have a new project coming with that, with the summertime. Like, we're working on a new project right now. And so we want to kind of go into the summer with some fresh. I, obviously, this is still fresh, mm-hmm. but I don't know. We can't stop making music. And so uh, in the summertime, we'll have even more new music for y'all. Very exciting. Thanks so much for making time for us. Thank you for yeah. asking. Yeah, thank I, you. I want to talk to you guys in the middle of one of those summer camps. Get a hold yes. of us and we'll see how you're surviving. So, <laughs> Yeah, we, we're, we're, we're planning on uh, team no sleep over the next six months. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys so much. Great getting to talk with you. Love the album and keep it up. And thank you so much for joining us. And for listening today, don't forget to subscribe. We'll talk to you again on Connections.